welcome to the wonderful world of pragmatic psychology. I'm your host, Susanna Mittermeier, and we are going to explore how your difference is the gift that our world requires. Hello, amazing, wonderful you, Susanna Mittermeier here for another episode of Pragmatic Psychology, Be the Peacock. Holy moly, what a year. (laughs) So much going on. It's incredible. Wow. Um, So what else is possible for us beyond drama, trauma, upset, intrigue? Like sometimes it might feel that there's nothing else possible because the whole world goes nuts over whatever is going on. So many things and uh, not only worldwide, it's like if you look at your family or any kind of day-to-day situation, how much percentage is dedicated to trauma, upset, drama, you know, if you just look at, okay, so how much percentage of my day, of my week is is dedicated to upset, to uh, drama, and how much is dedicated to ease and joy, you know, and Maybe there is a slight difference between, you know, the amount of percentage that is dedicated to drama and the percentage that is dedicated to ease and joy. And what do you want to remind yourself of when you realize, oh my goodness, I am engaging so much more in drama and drama than I do in ease and joy and laughter and fun Remind yourself that you have choice. Ask. You have choice and you have question. You have choice. And choice is not something that comes from, oh, I have to change it. This is wrong. No, no. Choice is from, oh, I just turned on the lights. I see how much time and energy I'm using on that, on the drama, on the upset. Okay. You know what? I don't know how. I don't know what I have to do. But I am making a different choice here. That's choice. And then question, how can I change this? Universe, please show me a different possibility. I would love to have more space for ease, for joy, for laughter, for fun, for humor. And that, just that, just that, without effort, without, you know, forcing anything, just that slight gentle request is setting you off to a different future, to a different direction. And you might want to acknowledge it. Changing your life is not from force. It's not from, I have to change. It's not from obligation. It's not from wrongness. It's not from judgment. It's not from, oh my God, this is horrible. It's from a gentle request and a choice you make that sets you off to a totally different path and a different future that works for you. And when you have asked that question, there might be things that come in your way where you see what else you could choose. You might become aware of places where you make drama more valuable, where you make other people's needs more valuable. And when you notice that, you can make another choice. Okay, more ease. And you can ask a question, how can I have more ease with this? So choice by choice. And when you start going towards that and in in that direction, there will be things coming up that will present themselves and make it really clear to you what you're choosing that is keeping you from the ease and joy and fun and laughter you could have and you're asking for. And these are the moments where we got to be really vulnerable and go, you know what? 
I will change this. I will let that go. I will no longer keep the need to be right here and have a point of view and a judgment. I will let it go. And if you take an example of maybe an upset you have had with a partner, with a spouse, with a family member, with a child, most of the upsets, most of the things that keep you from the ease, joy, and humor are actually where you need to be right, where you have a righteousness in your world, where you say, yeah, but that's the way it is. I'm right here. You did that wrong, and this shouldn't be that way, and this is the way it should be. This is where you need to be right. This is where you need to be righteous, and that keeps you from the space and the ease that's possible. So how many places do you think you are right and are functioning from righteousness that keeps you from ease, joy, and possibilities, space, humor, and laughter. And what if you just say, bye, I don't need them any go- anymore. What if you just let them go? Destroy them in, their world, in your world, uncreate them in your world. Will you now? Is that a yes in your world? And you just let it go? Ah, <sighs> thank you. So this is the choice you can make yourself aware of that and that, you know, turning on the lights in your own world and seeing how many places, how many things do I have where I am rather right than free. This is a big one, my friends. This is a very, very big one. If you realize that and have the vulnerability to let go of right and righteousness, this is not only changing your world, this is changing our world. Because most of the stuff that's not working in our world is where someone thinks they're right and and whether making someone else wrong. Our whole world is based on right and wrong and good and bad, on polarity, on plus and minus. This is, this is the smallness of our world. This is what most people's lives evolve around that creates a lot of trauma, drama, upset and intrigue, the right and wrong, the good and bad. And there's oftentimes nothing else that people have in their worlds rather than, is this good now? Is this bad now? Is this right? Is this wrong? This is keeping our worlds very, very, very small when we make it about right, wrong, and good and bad. So what if you go beyond right and wrong and good and bad to, hey, what else is possible? What creates something greater here? What space is available here? What are the possibilities for you to expand your playground into something greater beyond what you could imagine? This is something if you have the courage and the vulnerability to look at is making you have a different life and a different future. You know, imagine if you interact with your kids, your spouse, your parents, and you don't need to be right anymore. You let go of the need to be right and you let go of your righteousness. And even if they're being mean even if they're you know whatever you don't make them wrong you know it doesn't mean that you allow everything that's not what we talk about here it's just like you let go of the wrongness how much more possibilities what else could you do in that situation what choices would you become aware of of how else you can interact with them you know like when your kids are doing stuff and you want to make them wrong and next time instead of making them wrong you ask what else is possible here What choice do I have here? Just those two questions, you know? You make the choice to not make them wrong or your partner wrong, whoever it is, 
And instead of wrongness, you go to what else is possible here? What choice do I have here? This is setting you off and you guys off to a different future. And you will see maybe, you know, maybe there's nothing to say in that situation. Maybe there is something to say that creates something greater and different. Or if it's your kids or your spouse, you can ask them questions. Hey, what are you trying to create with that? Not what are you trying to create with this, not from a reaction, but really from curiosity. What are you trying to create with this? Does this really work for you? And that is where you function from vulnerability and from curiosity and invite the other person to change whatever is going on for them. You invite them. You don't force them. <laughs> you don't force them. You invite them to change whatever is going on. And this is where you can go beyond drama, drama, upset and intrigue to more space. And, and with that space and ask that space, invite people to also have more ease in their lives. But it's up to them if they choose it. And they're not wrong if they don't choose it. You know, you can choose space. Other people do whatever they do. And um, so recently um, we were in Vienna, Austria, and we just had a terrorist attack there. And uh, my partner and I, we were actually there when it happened, just around the corner. So we just, you know, heard the shootings and, you know, we asked some people who were standing there what is going on. And they said, yeah, you know, this is what we heard is going on and we got the information. And the amazing thing is that people who actually were at the actual site situation, they like there was no panic. People were so calm. And so we got the information, we just calmly went on, you know, went to another part of the city, um, went out and had dinner, were relaxed, had actually a wonderful evening. And uh, so had many Viennese people as well, because it was actually the last day before the second lo lockdown. So there were many people out in town at that time, uh, many people having a great time, enjoying each other's company, knowing, okay, for four weeks, uh, we can't do that anymore. And it was a really relaxed um, situation and people were actually appreciating each other and you know, the town and everything in a totally more intense way than ever before, which is really amazing. And so when that occurred, people were really calm, which is such a gift. Because, you know, when drama is going on, if you react, like imagine if people would have freaked out and panic, what would that have created? Would that have created more ease and a different possibility? No, it was, would have just solidified the whole situation. It would have made it even worse, you know, worse for the police that tried to help, worse for the, um, what's it called in English, the people, the paramedics that tried to help. So it would have actually made the situation much worse. And so the fact that people were relaxed and let the police through and they could do their job was actually a gift so what we do underestimate a lot of times is the gift of space, the gift of being different, the gift of not reacting, but the gift of being, the gift of being and the gift of acting. And so what I highly recommend when you are in a panic situation, a situation where, you know, people throw drama, something is going on, an upset in whatever situation it is, what if you are the gift of space? What if you are the gift of you being you and not reacting? What would that create? You're actually setting the tone for something different. You're actually allowing people to relax, 
to find a solution, to find a possibility. You know, reacting is not helpful. Being and acting is. So what if you are the gift of space? And, um, you know, it's so seductive to go into the drama. It's so seductive to freak out, but that's never helpful. It's like space and relaxation is because that's where you can have the space of finding, oh, what else could we do to change this? What else is required to respond to people who require help? You get more ideas and more solutions from relaxation rather than from panic, but it is seductive. And the interesting thing is the people around at um, the situation in Vienna, they were relaxed, not relaxed totally, but they were not panicking, which created that space of, okay, let's, you know, contribute to whatever needs to be done to take care of this and to solve the situation as quickly as possible. But the people who were not there, who got the information from the internet or the radio or the TV, they were freaked out. The people who were there, you know, got calls from people. Oh my God, are you there? Are you okay? You you have to get out of there as quickly as possible. They were in drama, you know, because they listened to the internet. They had listened to the radio stations and the TV, giving them information about how horrible everything is. And they agreed and aligned to that situation, uh, to that information, vibrated that, called the people. And I noticed I had someone calling me and saying, oh, my God, are you okay? This is horrible. You have to get home. This is a a really horrible, horrible situation. And I noticed her voice and her energy going totally like panicky. And, And I for a moment went, should I panic now? Is this the right thing to do? And I went, uh, wait a second. What do I know? What do I know is required here? And I realized, oh, relax. It's all good. I can stay there. And when we're done, we can leave and go home and it's all going to be fine. Because you know what's required. You know thinking is not helpful in that situation. Thinking is actually never helpful. Knowing is. So I allowed that person to you know, have their whatever they needed to have. Um, cause that's what felt right to them in the situation, which is okay. And, but I didn't agree and align to their reaction. I asked what I know, which allowed me to be the space, which relaxed them. You know, they could relax cause you know, if I would have freaked out too, they would have freaked out more. I would have freaked out more. It would have been this crazy thing, but me relaxing, relaxed them. And it just created a different space for, for all of us. And that's what we can be. This is what we can be in our lives. This is what we can be for each other. And also for you, whatever you read online, whatever you hear people say, or what is the news, it's all designed, like most of it, especially in the news, is designed to drag you into the insanity of drama. You know, that's what most of the information channels are living on. That's how they make their money. Uh, I gotta be present with that and go, wait a second, is this the sign to draw me into drama? Okay, thank you. I acknowledge it. What choice do I have here? What do I know? Is this really as horrible as presented or is there actually something else to it? There's so much fake news out there. Oh my goodness. It's like, there's so many examples that I saw in the COVID time where what's being presented in the news is something totally different that actually occurred, you know? Uh, where people actually were at the sites, you know, we had demonstrations going on in Germany and other countries, um, and the news were giving you totally different, like almost the opposite information of what was really going on in the actual situation. So 
I have known this before, but now going, okay, question everything, question everything. That's, that's the gift you are. That's what makes you the leader. Don't be a follower to insanity. Be a leader of possibilities. Okay. Don't be the follower of insanity. Be the leader of possibilities. And that's setting us off to a different future being that. So ask questions, question everything, question everything. Don't just go and buy and agree in a line, but know what you know and know that you know. That's the gift you are to our future. And that's how you can move into more of the ease and the joy and the glory and the difference you be. And that's the gift. So what if we move towards this? And if you, if you don't know how, there's no how to it. There's no recipe to it. There's just a that to it. Not, don't ask, how do I do this? Just choose I'm doing this. I don't know how. I have no idea what's required. But universe, this is where I'm going. I'm going to more east, towards more east, joy and glory. Please show me what's required. Earth, please contribute. Show me what's required. And maybe you want to listen to this podcast again or watch videos that that facilitate that space for you. I have a lot of videos on YouTube that you can watch where you get a lot of tools and a lot of new perspectives. There are the books I wrote and... There are wonderful movies right now on Netflix that you can watch that show you a wonderful possibilities of space, you know, and I think I mentioned them in other episodes, movies like My Octopus Teacher, wonderful movie, or Kiss the Ground, absolutely fantastic, or A Life on Planet Earth with that David Attenborough. There's so many wonderful inspirational movies that show you we can do something different. Ah, and another one. Another one I highly, highly recommend is Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland, or it's called Project T uh, on Disney Channel, I think. So either it's called Project T or Tomorrowland. It has different names. That is a fantastic movie. It really shows you how it actually works to create your future. I'm not going to say anything. Watch the movie. It just exactly describes what else is possible for us if we don't agree and align to drama, but if we know what we know, you know, because the ones who are not giving up, they are the future. If you're not giving up, you are the future. And that's a quote, I think, from the Tomorrowland movie. So have fun, be you, and let's change the world. And looking forward to our next time together. <laughs> Bye. How was the show for you? Are you inspired? Feel free to share this episode with anyone you think would appreciate it too. Thank you for the contribution you are to spreading possibilities around the world. For more information, visit my webpage, www.susannamittermeyer.com.